0: Listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seventy-nine, where we will be discussing chapter twenty of Clockwork Angel, Awful Wonder, as well as the epilogue. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. All right, we're at Ooh. the end.
1: Oh my gosh, it's so bittersweet. It's weird. It went fast,
0: right? I honestly yes it went fast but at the same time it feels like we've been in this book forever it's because it's got first book syndrome right like there yes things happened and yes in the past you know two or three uh episodes chapters you know a lot happened (laughs) but like that's every book right like that's the climax every Mm -hmm. book there's a lot going on at the end
2: I do feel like Cassandra Clare really stacks the ends of her books. So. Oh,
0: for sure. I agree. For sure. Mm-hmm. And for this one, I just, it, it just, it was one of those, I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those books that it's like, it's not the best in the series. We all know it's not the best in the series because it's not interesting enough because we don't care enough about these characters yet. Like we haven't gotten, right. gotten deep in it, you know, Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Is Robin taking her fucking temperature right now? <laughs> yes. This bitch. I can't. I can't even. Uh, well, while
2: you do that, it's higher than normal. So what? <laughs> what is it? What? Ninety-eight. Ninety-nine point three. No, I usually run at like ninety-seven, so what? Are you usually a cold, cold hearted? <laughs> like ninety-seven point six? <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't
0: take my temperature enough to know what I'm I, I have on no it. idea either. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. The last time I took my temperature, I was at the hospital.
2: <laughs> I gotcha. You're like, okay, fine. No, I have an earache, like a really bad one. So I just, I felt hot. Gotcha. I felt hot. Mm-hmm. Hot, hot, hot.
0: So how's your guys' week been?
2: <sighs> Good. Yep. Cool. Yeah, we didn't do much. We had Same. a company party. It was hot. Yeah, my kids were running around like crazy people. Same. And it was exhausting and I'm more tired, even though I had a day off work. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got the day off to play, but it was more tiring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I still worked in the morning, but. <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, oh, I am enjoying my last day of the house to myself. It was great. It's been great. I mean, Good I had you. to work, so yeah. like that's not as great. But mm-hmm. I do, I do get the evenings to myself, which is is nice. You know, tonight's a tonight's a full moon. Might get weird. I don't know. We'll see where the night takes <laughs> you your us. Basket you your basket for your money. Had- say that again. What was it? more time. I was going to say both of your housemates work at the
2: same time. <laughs>
0: my child and my husband. <laughs> yes.
2: Yep. It reminds me of Grandma's boy, where he lived with his mom, but he kept calling them his roommates, his parents. Yes.
0: Yeah, I uh, I lived alone for a really long time, and I love my husband, but I do miss having a home to myself sometimes. Of course, my house yep. stays so clean when my husband's gone. It's amazing. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you have to go on a work trip? Okay oh <laughs> feels the same way everybody needs a little time apart. yeah it's and it's not even like we don't even get on each other's nerves we're like like we don't bicker and stuff like that it's just it's so nice to just like not have anyone else around
2: and especially yeah. with
0: like i can make whatever food i want i can use spices that are not salt pepper and ketchup you know <laughs> I mean, I do anyways and he eats it, but like he's not happy about it, which just annoys me, but he'll never say it, which just annoys me more. So then I just keep doing it. It's a vicious cycle, but I don't feel guilty, but I also Great. feel guilty about it. Right. So like I keep doing it, but I feel guilty. So when I'm home alone, I don't have to feel guilty <laughs> for making it's him obvious. eat like chickpeas yeah. and shit. I'm proud of you for making
1: food while you're alone. Yeah. I had fruit snacks for dinner. No. I mean, I fed my kid, but I didn't want bland pasta with just butter
0: on it. Yeah, so. but you also have, like, a little child. Like, you're not by yourself by yourself. Yeah. And I enjoy cooking, so it's, like, fun for me. Yeah. I used to, and then I got pregnant again. <laughs> yeah. That'll <laughs> suck the will right out of you. Yep. You're like, I can't do anything other than this. I'm going to pull the <laughs> stool around and
2: sit while I cook. <laughs> done that. Oh, that's funny. Yep. It was August. It was hot. I was nine months pregnant. Yep. You gotta do I pulled the stool you do out. Do you not do. envy
1: anybody pregnant in the summer. No. It's It's hell. I can only
0: imagine. So I finished that series that I was telling you guys about. The A Court of Thorns and Roses, or whatever. Finished okay. the series. I really liked the last book. Um, the last book follows, like, a different... It's, like, the first of, like, the branch off, so it follows, like, secondary characters to go off into, okay. you know, whatever new series she does. I really liked the themes throughout the book. It deals a lot with um, PTSD and like feelings of self-loathing and stuff like that and it's it's a really cool book. It's also got a love story. There's lots of fucking. It's very it's a very horny book. But there there's also like <laughs> depression and anxiety and shit like woven in. It's great. It's great. That's awesome. It was really entertaining. Like and and it's been a long time since I've been able to just kind of like turn off like, the super critical, like, editor part of my brain and just, like, read and enjoy, and I usually can only do that if, like, the thing, if there's no, like, massive holes that distract me and stuff, you know, like, sometimes when you're reading a book, you see, you're like, that doesn't even fucking make sense, like, yep, you know, and it's frustrating because it's, like, such an obvious plot hole or whatever, and I didn't feel that here, I didn't feel the, like, there wasn't a whole ton of plot going on in most of the book. It was more like character development. It was like a character driven thing for most of it. So I didn't have to like stress out about plot holes and I got to just enjoy like being with these characters. So I really enjoyed it. It was great. Anyways, that's my cup of tea. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, I watched TV. Sorry. (laughs) I did listen to the first part of last episode. I did not get through the episode. Like, cause I already listened to it while I was editing it. You know what I mean? Anyways.
1: Yeah. Fuck.
0: Long story short. I was listening to last week's episode at the very beginning and me trying to sell the fucking Facebook group. I don't know how to sell shit. I would be the worst salesperson on the planet. Okay. I like, don't, I'm like, I'm like, Come if you want. If you don't, that's okay. Like, no pressure. Like...
1: <sighs> you work at one of those kiosks in the center. Dude, you keep trying, but you mall. back away
0: as soon as you get... Yeah, at the mall as soon as you get some <laughs> pushback. I can't. I, I can't. Like, this is why Jason has to come to book signings with me. Because, like, I can't talk to people who... Like, I, I just... I'm bad. I'm bad at it. Like, you want me to sign your book? You want me to say something clever in there? That's fine. I... I came up with a bunch of them, little sayings to put in your book. Okay. And I just, I'm like, okay. Or maybe if like we chat a little bit, I can, you know, say your shoes are cute or something like that. But like, don't ask me to like, and by if we chat a bit, I mean, you chat at me and I just smile and nod. Okay. Like, don't, don't expect me to engage because I don't know how
2: (laughs) I'm broken. Smile and wave boys.
1: It's interesting to think about putting a personal message in, in each one. That's
0: That would be hard. I mean, you, you can't. You can't put a personal message for, like, everybody. Yeah. I mean, some of these signings and stuff, you've got hundreds of people going by your table and lots so and cool. lots of books being sold. So some of them are canned, but, like, if you are able to, like, if you have a slow spot or whatever and someone comes and actually, like, just talks to you about your books and stuff, and then sometimes, you know, you can, like, Find something that you chatted about and make it personal. Make it fun. Cute. But I love it. Anyway. Samesies. So I think Amanda has something for us. <laughs> I have
1: to preface this that I have really bad heartburn right now, so I'm mouth breathing a lot and I apologize. Oh, my God. I feel the pressure. <laughs> anyway okay yes I have some great stuff okay we got a review is this one um, America Robin (laughs) is this the US (laughs) yes is it recent or is it from two years ago Yes, (laughs) it is recent (laughs) (sighs) okay this one is from Marky Herondale hyphen Blackthorn love Love it it. (laughs) and the title is I love you guys all caps duh so it starts. Jem Carstairs once said, "There is no such thing as perfect." Apparently, Jem motherfucking Carstairs never listened to Downworld or Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> There's more. You guys never fail to bring a smile on, uh, to my face or make me laugh with headphones in, so I get weird looks from my family. <laughs> I had a rough year at school and you guys helped me through it. After I read TMI, I became absolutely obsessed with all things Shadowhunters and realized I didn't need friends. <laughs> didn't need the friends who had dumped me this year when I had an ama- the amazing characters that belonged to C- Cassandra Clare. Then I found your hilarious podcast to make it. Sorry, computer update. <laughs> Where was I? Then I found your hilarious podcast to make it all so much better. I want to thank you for helping bring Cassandra Clare's books to life and giving me something to look forward to every Tuesday, even when it makes, even when it feels like nothing can go right for me. Keep up the excellent work. Love, Marky. Aw,
0: babes. We are so happy that we could bring you so, like, happiness and joy and make you laugh. And fuck I mean, those just people. blubbering
1: over here. Like, like don't it's, actually seriously fuck them, but just, like
0: fuck them. You don't need that shit. <laughs> fuck off. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. God, I am so bad at this. <sighs> it's like me trying to talk to my fucking teenager. Like I can't, I don't know how I always say something that. And then afterwards I'm like, God, that was brash. I probably, I probably should not have gone with that. That was a little aggressive. I love it oh my goodness
1: this was this was one of my yeah i really liked this review this was great thank you
0: so much i started tearing up a little bit damn i me too i got chills i love that we love you thank you for listening and thank you Thank you. it makes us really happy that we can provide a little oasis for people you know for an hour a week or whatever or longer if we're feeling gabby (laughs) I feel like they've been getting longer. Every they really have. <laughs> it, 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 it's not from the content; <laughs> it's the wheezing laughs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Okay, oh. so I have got some questions for you, Robin. Do you want to see my dice? Aren't they pretty? Those are cute. Why do they look like that? Because that's the way they were made. I don't know.
1: I mean, like, why don't they...
0: Why aren't they just, like, six-sided? Why... Are they special? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So this is a... (laughs) They're gaming dice. Yeah, they're gaming dice. So this is a D20, so it's got 20 sides. But they're metal.
1: They're, like... Oh, Drew was telling me about stuff like that. That's so small. I expected it to look like a Scattergories dice. (laughs) Die?
0: (laughs) All right, ladies. I have a question for you. Tell me. Fuck, Mary kill. Jessamine. Will. Fucking Gabriel. Oh, Uh, gosh.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Okay. I'm going to. uh, I'm going to marry Will, even though I'd rather fuck (laughs) him. Okay. I mean, you can fuck him especially, after you marry him. I guess that's true. or before. That's true, we don't judge. I don't really it. want to put up with his like personality after that, especially during this chapter. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this was ooh, but, this was a rough chapter to ask this question on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's what I'm going with. So, Mary will. I would kill Jessamine and fuck fucking Gabriel. Oh, okay. Because I feel I like agree. yeah, he's a little. He he could get nicer. He just has a shitty daddy.
2: Yeah, I agree. Justin is just rotten.
0: Yep, yep.
2: Um, That's a good word.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to explain my answer. No, I can't do it. I'm the same as you. I can't even do it. I was <laughs> I was gonna, and then I'm like, no, I can't even do that. It's not even fair. <laughs> nope. Maybe if it was another character with a name that started with a G. But no. Mary will fuck Gabriel, kill Jasmine, for sure. Yep. Faux show. Faux show. (sighs) All right. Well, if none of us have anything else, what do you guys say we uh, cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously
2: on Downworld or Dish. How. Unfortunate. No, that's not the right word. Poor unfortunate souls. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I'm so
0: fucking excited for that live action. Is it a new one? Yeah, fucking Melissa McCarthy's Ursula. Okay.
1: How are they going to have a live action when half the movie's underwater? I have no idea.
0: (laughs) It's probably going to be trashy, just like all the other Disney live action remakes.
2: I haven't seen but i'm any still them, gonna watch so. it <laughs> yeah it's fair okay sorry i don't know what i wanted to say okay. but ready yeah yes. go jessamine is polling well a jessamine and is quickly reverted back to her evil ways she goes on a tangent about how thomas and agatha pff, right in the heart yeah would be alive if she was in charge and then quickly signs their death warrant by letting mortmain who's pretending to be will into the room The clockwork robot sees hold of the girls, and Mortmain offers their freedom for Tessa's. She obviously obliges, and when they're alone, Mortmain tells Tessa that she's been groomed since birth to be wified up by him, so that way he could use her talents. Her future's been mapped out for a long time, and her mom was hoodwinked into having her, not knowing what she really was. Tessa tells Mortmain that she ain't gonna be his bitch, and he can either leave, or she's gonna murder herself. (laughs) Mortmain calls her bluff, except he's got egg on his face because Tessa stabs herself. While this is happening, Will makes it to the Institute and makes his way through the carnage to the sanctuary. He passes Thomas on his way and helps ease him into death in his final moments. Will arrives in time to see Tessa on the floor and calls Mortmain out. Dude pulls a V-Tang and disappears via ring travel. (laughs) Will arrives at what he thinks is his third fallen comrade, but Tessa pulled a shy surprise and she's not dead yet. (laughs) Will and Tessa almost share an intimate moment, but Will is one emo martyr boy extraordinaire and decides that he won't love anyone and no one can love him.
0: Fucking, fucking Will. (sighs) Yeah, we're going to say a lot of that tonight. Yep. Yep. So, folks, it's the end of another book, and you know what that means. Ladies, grab your little white dress. It's funeral time that's right in case you forgot along this quirky ya historical urban romantic fantasy journey that we've all been on war and conflict have consequences so brace yourself it's time for a swaflin of teen angst and sorrow and in case <laughs> you wanted to know what Swafflin was i had to hide it because i did not want to spoil it for you okay Swafflin or zwafflin or dick slap is a Dutch term meaning to hit one's soft or semi-hard penis, often repeatedly, against an object or another person's body. Hmm. So. The more you know. It's time for a swafflin of teen angst and sorrow. (laughs) Okay. You are welcome for that addition to your vocabulary.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: I found it on Tumblr. We just leveled
2: up. Right. This is what they meant all along. <laughs> Level up your management skills. This is it.
0: Right. So much much like Clary, Tessa is surprised by the white morning garb and intricate red runes that the Shadowhunters wore as they departed, leaving Sophie and Tessa standing at the door wondering if the Shadowhunters would pull a Robin's grandpa and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quick sidebar. So this part really irks me because, like, the way that they explain it, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we're being left behind because originally the funeral was just for the shadow hunters who died during the De Quincey raid. Um, and, like, Agatha and Thomas were, like, not even going to get a funeral. Like, nothing. But the clave was so generous, probably because of Charlotte, that yeah. they made an exception to include Agatha and Thomas in, like, the funeral, like, Basically, they're going to burn their bodies instead of burying them, but they don't get anything else. And no one that's not a shadow hunter gets to go to their funeral. Why couldn't they just have a regular funeral? And so people could like their families could come like, what the fuck? Yeah, especially after Thomas telling Will,
1: like, I wasn't I'm not a shadow hunter. Right. Like, that just well, I seems feel like I wanted
2: that. OK, I don't know. Wait, you might have to cut this because I'm I'm not reading mm-hmm. ahead. But I feel like she said that they are going to scatter their ashes in the Bone City still. Yeah. Tessa said something like that. Yeah, but, like, okay. They're not actually going to be able to protect the city because they're not huntery of shadows. Right. And their family doesn't get to say goodbye. Right. They're just going to be building material.
0: Um. So, yeah. Anyway, I just, I don't know. It made me feel weird. I'm like, do we have, like, consent from their family? What is happening here? Like, mm-hmm. Sophie didn't have any family so I understand that but like I don't know I don't know We're yeah. not Sophie why did I just say Sophie oh Agatha. my god that's not yeah. what I meant <laughs> well I you don't say know Sophie if Agatha, it Agatha makes, had family
1: it, it reminds me like Sophie was obviously very probably the closest one to both of them so it's right very up. sad that she wasn't able to go so I agree like yeah you're right Charlotte probably had to fight for them to be involved but that yeah that's important to you because you're a shadow hunter but it might not have been important to them they both right. probably wanted something with just you guys the people that cared for them like yeah yeah, right. i agree
2: well it almost feels like because they burn their bodies obviously mm-hmm. so it almost just feels like yeah just tack another one on right yeah.
0: that that's what i meant it feels like such an afterthought that it doesn't and it doesn't like it's not part of the ritual and they don't get the whole thing so it's like why half-ass it right mm-hmm. right thomas used his whole ass to defend the institute why would you half-ass his funeral yeah just saying
2: anyway I, his his you said ass. that incorrectly by the way huh you said that wrong what his him was hot ass his whole him was hot ass oh right <laughs> right <the Institute. laughs> right trademark pending um <laughs>
0: But Sophie doesn't mind being left out of the burning corpses business. She's got allergies. And besides, she'd prefer to remember her friends as they were. Okay, <laughs> fine. I'll give you that. Sure. But I don't know. she could also
2: just be saving face. Right. That's true. She could mm-hmm. really, you know, have wanted to be there, but no matter what she says or does, it's not gonna change the fact that yep. she can't go. Yeah. She probably doesn't want to make Tessa feel bad. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I don't know. It just feels very, like, exclusionary, and it's just, like, we already know that this is just, like, an antiquated thing because Luke was able to go to Valentine's funeral. Yeah. So, like, it's not...
1: Oh, right. This is just
0: old-timey prejudice bullshit. Like, like mm-hmm. it, it has no bearing on, like, the holiness of the ritual or whatever. So, yeah. like, th- that's the shit that annoys me. I'm just like, really? Really? Fucking, but I mean, it's historical. I get it. Whatever. But, you know. I got you. Grinds my gears. (laughs) Anyway, since they were fresh out of Asgat. (laughs) Oop. Since they were fresh out of Asgardian gods with hearts of gold, the clave left a guard of shadow hunters to watch over the institute while Charlotte and the others attended the funeral. And Tessa's is chilling in the library, trying to pass the time by reading, but her head's like all over the place. And we've all been there. Mm-hmm. You're trying to read and you're like, fuck, I've been looking at the mm-hmm. same page for like nine years. <laughs>
1: I just keep reading, even though I'm thinking. And so I'm like, I just did not even understand any of what I just read. I was thinking about something else.
2: Yep. Like when you drive home and you don't know how you got there. That's so scary.
0: It is. So between (laughs) Thomas and Agatha's deaths, Mortmain and her dickhead brother, Tessa can't focus. But that's not all our dear Tessa is stressing out about. Oh, nay, nay. She was dragged in front of the clave to be questioned by the Inquisitor. And even though this is yet another fucking Inquisitor, okay, different guy, same job. <laughs> this job must fucking attract a certain type because he sounds like a righteous dickhole. Yep, yeah, I agree. And don't worry, Tessa wasn't the only one to get the third degree. Oh no, this new Inquisitor spread out the love. Will too was brought before the clave to stand witness and he was such an insufferable jackass uh, that he got slapped with the Nephilim equivalent of contempt. I think either that or he got grounded. Victorian language is kind of confusing. So take it or leave it. And then we get this doozy. Okay. Quote, the Inquisitor had even demanded that Tessa strip off her clothes that she might be searched for a warlock's mark. But Charlotte had put a quick stop to that. Um, End quote. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought this was set in 1878, not the middle of the fucking 16th century. What the hell? It's weird. it's weird. It's
2: weird. Right? I mean, I don't know. Why would she lie about that? I don't know. Okay. And why would the
0: Inquisitor want that? But the Silent Brothers already said she doesn't have a warlock's mark. Yes, so if, yes, if, that's if you're fucking point. like basically holy popes or whatever the fuck they are, you know, yeah. they're like holy librarians. Anyway. Magic. Right. If they, who are like super powerful and way more powerful than you, Mister Fucking Inquisitor, like if they're like, no, she doesn't have a warlock mark. Like, what? Do you, why don't you trust them? Why? Why do right. you need to humiliate her in front of the fucking Clave? No, fuck you. Like the fact that he would even ask, Will should have killed him.
2: Well, or the same thing. Like Sophie's literally helped her get dressed before just and question her. Right. Right. Like I,
0: it's. Fucking,
1: I it's mean dumb. We, we've only learned at least I have so far obviously so far we've only learned of a few different warlocks and a few different marks and they've all been pretty visible right yeah so far so I mean it seems strange like what is she gonna have a birthmark on her shoulder and all of a sudden she's a warlock I mean maybe she's have like matter? a tail
2: like yeah, a small okay. tail or something mm-hmm. they couldn't see I don't know
0: Yeah, like, what do they want to do? Burn her at the fucking stake? Does it matter if, like, you know she has power. Does it matter if she has a warlock's mark? No. Because she's going to be your fucking ally, dickhead. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Whatever. I would understand uh, if another
1: warlock wanted her to prove it. Like, you can't join our club until you prove it. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't get this.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's dumb. It's so dumb. Ugh. So, eventually, Tessa is deemed too bland to be dangerous and excused, (laughs) which, at this point in the series, I'm not seeing the lie. So, shots fired. Truth. It gets better. I know it gets better, but as it stands now, pretty fucking boring. She tried to catch up with Will, but the resident Herondale uh, was gone like a fart in the wind and (laughs) has... And has been avoiding her for the two, for the past two days since. And, like, it's like, like, uh, okay, so it's like in fifth grade when they separate the classes by gender and show you that weird 80s sex ed video and then they put you all back in class and none of the kids can look at each other in the eye for, like, ten days. Yeah. Yep. Shit is serious. <laughs> yep. So I think – now would be a good time to recap the Tessa slash Will saga. Just so, like, I'm, I'm just going through the highlights, right? So we're just, like, prepared for what is coming, and we, like, remember everything, okay? So okay. Will Will saved Tessa from the dark house, and she tried to hit him in the head with a pitcher, okay? Tessa helped the Hunters by turning into Camille and going to the De Quincey's and all of that. yeah. And then she kind of, like, fucked it up, too. And then Will kissed Tessa... So Tepha. <laughs> Tepha So will, will kiss Tessa in the attic and then shoves her away. You know, it must have been the cure. <laughs> he ignores Tessa and then gets mad when Jem kisses her hand. Okay. Okay, okay. bud. Fucking Mick signals much. Yep. Right. He suggests torturing Tessa's brother. <laughs> Let's not forget. Okay. Uh-huh. Tessa outsmarts Mortmain and fakes her own death. So props to her. Will finds Tessa and he's like fucking heartbroken, like Mm -hmm. torn in two. Tessa wakes up like surprise, bitch. And Will goes back to ignoring her. What the fuck? (laughs) So now we're all caught up. Let's review Tessa's internal monologue. Quote, she couldn't help but wonder if she was alone in thinking that something significant had passed between them there on the floor of the sanctuary she had woken out of a darkness far more profound than anything she had than any she had encountered during a change before to find will holding her the most plainly distraught look she had ever envisioned on his face and surely she couldn't have imagined the way he had said her name or looked at her no she could not have imagined that will cared for her she she was sure of it <clears throat> Yes, he had been rude to her almost since he had met her. But then that happened in novels all the time. Look how rude Ugh. Look how rude Darcy had been to Elizabeth Bennet before he proposed. And really quite rude during as well. Okay. I know this bitch did not come at me comparing a literal boy to the masterpiece that is Fitzwilliam Darcy. I'm sorry. No. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. Discuss.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen nor read that.
2: Me either. I don't know what you're talking about. Is it Gone with the Wind? No. No. Oh, my
0: God. Pride and Prejudice.
1: Oh, yeah. That one. That's the one. I I still haven't seen it, but no i knew that oh oh my god i might I know cry. it's weird for me to have not seen that
0: or oh we're fucking it, watching it
1: Seen. i will no, i will listen, make it happen we still haven't watched a second I episode know. of do you know how much i want to just sit down and watch it fuck you guys you know you should you know what you I, should. I
0: mean <laughs> you should just watch it
1: anywho sorry I'm sure there's a lot of people that can jump on the bandwagon with you.
2: Okay. You know what? You're going to get a lot of virtual rah-rah shish-boom-bahs. Yeah. Okay. These (laughs) bitches don't even
0: fucking know. So all you guys listening, if you know what I'm talking about, go to our Facebook group. We're going to fucking talk about this. Because how dare you compare? (laughs) No. No. Nay-nay, I say.
1: Anyways Well she's she's obviously puppy love. It's easy to compare.
0: Yep. Nothing compares. Nothing, Nothing compares. compares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I know. <laughs>
1: Sinead O'Connor, yep. got you. Got you. <laughs>
0: So Tessa, the genius that she is, comes to the conclusion that the Shadow Hunters must be sending her away. And that is why Will has been avoiding her. <laughs> sure, honey. <laughs> you sweet summer child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tessa continues to stew, making herself feel better about Will by convincing herself that everything Mortman did, Mortmain did was somehow her fault. apparently like she's like oh it's all my fault they're good they got it they got to get they got to kick me out i've caused too much trouble this murderous man is just trying to murder me and i'm just gonna take his actions and just place that guilt straight on my fucking shoulders i mean i don't think they'd
1: want her to leave because of mortmain i would think they'd want her to leave because like the agreement was we find your brother and we found him bye right (laughs) right (laughs)
0: They, they they certainly don't have any obligation to extend their welcome to her for sure. Right. So everyone get, gets back from the funeral, and Tessa notices how good Jesmyn looks in white, and she thinks she must that Jesmyn must love funerals, since she gets to wear such an appealing co- color. Just fucking savage. Yep. She's probably right though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Like this bitch. That would be very on brand. <laughs> Charlotte rolls into the library and starts to say something to Tessa, but before she could even get two words out, Tessa jumps in, like, Yeah, I already know I'm an over the pants hand job. Nobody wants me. I'll go now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta say, I fucking feel Charlotte in this moment. She's got she just got back from a funeral for two of her servants. Okay. She's down to one servant for an entire household. Okay. Obviously that sounds very fucking (laughs) shitty when you say that out loud. But
2: (laughs) (laughs) What am I going to do with my life? I only have one servant. (laughs) It's going to take me so long to get water to my room now. Uh, Who's going to bring me the cure now? <laughs> Jesus.
0: Okay, I'm going to rephrase this. It is very difficult when you only have one employee to run a large castle. Okay. Sure. I've never run a large castle. I've never had an employee to do housework for me. But <laughs> M'lady. I feel the exhaustion of like having to deal with like manage multiple people. Anyway, so she just got back. She's got a f- house full of horny, teen- horny, and defiant teenagers, and she's in hot water with the Clave for the whole clockwork invasion thing. Bitch is yep. tired, and now she's got to deal with Tessa interrupting her like to talk crazy. Right. <laughs> I spelt horny wrong. It might have That's been fine. I corrected it even after I said it. So, <laughs> like, like I went case. back and corrected the spelling. So I probably would have just been like, yep, sorry, bud. You got to go. Yep. One less mouth to feed, one less annoying teenager to listen to. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> but Charlotte's a better person than I am. <laughs> so the following conversation is tedious and boring as shit. So I'm going to try and summarize and make it a little more interesting for you guys. I need to take it. I love this. Charlotte's like, OMG, you're like totally fam now. You have to stay. And don't worry about the clave. Henry and I are like the base of the pyramid. If we fuck up, everyone's screwed. And this Mortmain thing, definitely a foundation issue. (laughs) Tess Tess is all, don't sweat it. Cool, totally want to stay. Right? (laughs) Tess is all, don't sweat it. We're for sure going to find him. Go fight, win. OMG. Sorry. Okay. OMG, I didn't even tell you the most tragic part. Henny Poo was the one who spilled the beans about the Pyxis to the magician. Don't worry. I didn't tell the clave. And they would deaf clown on him. And I'm not going (laughs) to let anyone talk smack about my man, you know? And Tessa's like, I do know. (laughs) Charlotte Charlotte rolls her eyes and flips her hair. The clave is putting together this like tribunal to like see if I'm worthy of, of being head shadow hunter, but like whatever. Tessa scoffs. You're like the best head shadow hunter this institute has ever seen. Who would replace you? Benedict? Psh! You've got nothing to worry about. I've seen his high kick. <laughs> Charlotte smirks and leans in close. You know what would really help me? If you stayed. Think about it, Tess. Me, you, Magnus, we would be unstoppable. Not even Benny the dick would be able to step in then. So are you in? And then we don't find out because it switches over to Amanda's part.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: that was great. Beautifully done. <sighs> so I couldn't do think of out. anything.
0: It was yeah, so was hard. Great. It was, it was a pretty good.
1: boring conversation you're right that it was, was great thank you for churching it up <laughs> speaking so, of church uh, <laughs> yeah i know we're to talk about him finally we'll see if he gets back to being my favorite mm. <laughs> Okay, so Tessa is all giddy and runs upstairs, like up to the attic um, to the rooftop deck thing, I guess. I was a little confused about this description, but it sounds like she goes into the attic and then out an outside door. And there's like a balcony out there, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, um, it sounds very romantic. (laughs) And um, so she's running up there to tell Will about Charlotte allowing her to stay. And um, she knew that he would be up there because Charlotte had told uh, Tessa about how upset Will was has been with thomas and agatha's death and they didn't really expect him to be like this bummed out about it like people die and they know that so it was a little i don't know he was upset mm-hmm. so she gets up there and the door slams behind her and it's so it's obviously loud and will doesn't even look so she says his name and he still doesn't look and i'm like andy is that you husband <laughs> <laughs> <I have it. laughs> but <laughs> no apparently it's just a normal thing <laughs> so she says his name again and asks like what are you doing like why are you ignoring me basically this is feeling kind of creepy now so <laughs> so he starts spewing off some stuff saying like maybe london is the entrance to hell and they're just refusing to pass over and stuff and i don't like it Mm-mm. he's obviously referring to like other stuff and everything but i still was just like stop it stop. he's being me, dog yeah
0: yeah so eventually he confesses okay hold on I pause for just a second I'm uncomfortable enough on a roof as it is let alone with (laughs) someone who's acting weird and talking about like maybe London's really hell and we just haven't passed over yet I'd be like I gotta go like you're gonna throw me off this fucking building
2: (laughs) I
1: think I'd be asking a few more questions like dude we need to get somebody for you like you need some actual
2: help bro yeah I'm going to have a good time not yeah. cool
1: <laughs> no it's it's not good. <laughs> so eventually he confesses that he feels responsible for everything that had happened, which of course is why he's so upset. uh he feels like he should have been able to see through mortmain's lies and um he should have been able to prevent all of this, you know, because like he's a he's awesome in like every single way, and so he should be held responsible for everything totally. <laughs> And so Tessa's like, isn't it funny how we all feel like we're responsible? And Will is like, you do? (laughs) So she reminds him. Yeah. He's like, why would you feel responsible? You? I don't know. That was also kind of mean.
0: But 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 she reminds him. (laughs) Okay. Tessa, I can understand. I can understand how she could draw that conclusion, even though it's a little ridiculous. Like, I I get where she would come from. Will, what the fuck? What is your fault, Will? Nothing is your fucking fault. You have oh, nothing he, to do with says, any of this. Stop inserting exactly. yourself.
1: He literally says something like Charlotte prides me in like my great skills or something like that. And so like I should have been able to see through it and I'm like, "You're really reaching, bro."
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: You're I still a best. boy. That's great.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're not a man yet. You're still a boy. I did my fucking best. I did my best.
1: <laughs> god. Oh my god, that's so awesome. I'm going to have to rewatch that. He's so funny. Always. <laughs> So she reminds um, Will that Nate that Nate is her brother, and basically he was the one that like infiltrated their friend group, which is apparently <laughs> what kids call their friends now, <laughs> by the way. So she's like, "So yeah, it's my fault," and um, she admits that she always knew Nate Dog was a bad dude, but she refused to see it. Basically, like I just watched through it, and like he was my brother, and I just chose to love him, whatever. Which is I just didn't know he crazy. was Billie Eilish.
2: <laughs>
0: what
2: I said I didn't know he was Billy Eilish it's a bad guy oh Duh. Duh. <laughs> Duh.
1: <laughs> oh that's so good she, yeah <laughs> she decides to um change the sad conversation because like this is not what she's here for okay right so she starts by telling Will um like basically I came up here to find you um to tell you that I'm staying and like you don't seem very happy I thought you'd be happier than this and he's like yeah Charlotte would have never made you leave like she wouldn't even abandon a fly I'm just like
2: bro I feel
1: uh-huh. like this is just progressively getting worse uh-huh <laughs> yep
0: I, I,
2: it's <laughs> coming
1: right like the fucking we were is un-
0: brewing we were uncomfortable before and yeah. like now flags should be going off in her head like, wait a minute, he just compared me to an insect. Like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. I feel like I'd be like, I'm going to give you some space,
1: okay? We'll talk about this later. I have other people I can tell, okay? Bye. Right. Like, but no.
0: Where's the cute guy who kissed your hand? Huh, Tessa? Yeah. How about the one who's only been ever nice to you and kind and compassionate and thoughtful? Hmm... Hmm. she ran all the way to the attic and jem was
2: probably down the hall like
1: he ah, was across the fucking door yeah
2: right he's in his bedroom door. listening to green day Nice <laughs> guys finish
0: when september ends oh that's
1: so great <laughs> mine was always three doors down that was always
0: my cd Ooh. that i listened to yep the okay. whole thing
1: <laughs> oh i remember getting that okay. cd for christmas oh my gosh it was a really good album the whole thing was great (laughs) so anyway we're all pretty upset with Will but he even says it in like this super flat tone and I just feel like that really adds to it also like he just has no emotion behind his voice right now and um, Tessa's like well I thought like we were becoming friends and this might make you happy like at least be happy for me I don't know like come on so he tells her to come to him he's like Mm. come here Mm-mm. And it's not in the sexy voice that I wish that it was. <laughs> and he just lays like this big kiss on her and she's like, oh, yes. And so she like gets in it, you know, <gasps> and as soon as it's over, he wants to talk about their arrangements and like mm. sh- he's like, we should probably use your room because Jem comes into mind all of the time. And just like, um, excuse <gasps> me. <laughs> he's a total dick to say this, uh, saying this shit about, wait, what the fuck am I saying here? (laughs) Okay. Um, oh, so he goes on and he's like a total dick saying shit about like, I'm just going to read it because I just, I can't. So he says, you cannot pretend you don't know. You are not entirely ignorant to the world. I think Tessa, not with that brother of yours. (gasps) (laughs) And she's almost (gasps) speechless. She's like, um, I'm not like my brother (laughs) and i have to keep reading because uh uh, you care for me will said his voice was cool and sure and you know that i admire you the way all women know when a man admires them Mm -hmm. now you have come to me to tell me you will be here available to me for as long as i might wish it i'm offering (sighs) i'm offering you what i thought you wanted i'm sorry what excuse you (gasps) my face is so fucking red right now I'm so (laughs) annoyed (laughs) like I couldn't even read that correctly because I'm like so jumping ahead of myself because I'm so angry
0: as long um, as I might wish (laughs) excuse me motherfucker let's go I will fuck well, she made your a comment jet up. Like
2: it looked like he wanted to like jump off the building. Bitch, I'm push you off the building. <laughs> right? <laughs> bye, Will slipped. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> bye,
2: Wilhelmina. Yeah. It's like the Victorian <laughs> version
0: of bye, Felicia. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, but, and we're on a
1: rooftop here. Like so we need some happiness so we can shout it from the rooftops. This is bullshit.
0: Yep. Yeah, but it's it's London Vic, in the Victorian era, so they're on the rooftops. It's just all coal smoke. Yeah, that's probably skill. like choking and <laughs> shit. That is exactly how it was described. <laughs> I love that he's like, "You should, we should use your room because we don't, you know, because Jem would would find out because he comes to my room so often. Jem literally sleeps across the hall from her. Like, right. Right. violin
1: woke her up. I think sex would wake <laughs> would wake
0: I, him I up. I think so, which I think would be part of his plan, if because oh, if fair. she if she were to go for this like. Would what would he do if she were to call his bluff? Right. It. 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 it, he'd yeah. do it. Because obviously <laughs> we're not we're not deluding ourselves to think that like him being like he actually means anything that he's saying. We're not. Yeah. We, we know that this is a like we know he actually did feel something for her because we were in his point of view when he saw her. Right? right. And we know that this is him putting up his fucking walls.
2: Doesn't this is excuse like Tyrion him being
0: a jackass. Huh?
2: Remember yep. the lady? When Tyrion was like Yeah. He called her a yeah, whore or something like that. Yeah, Shay. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. it. Shay, that's her name, yep.
0: Yep. Yeah, so okay,
1: let me read this really quick And then I want to come back to that thought for a second So um, Tessa's just like, you don't mean this Like, this isn't you And he reminds her that she's a warlock And he's a shadow hunter And he's like, you can't have imagined That we would have had a real future together Besides, like, what's the problem? You can't have kids anyway since you're a warlock (sighs) So obviously she's super upset Because she didn't know that But maybe that Is something like maybe he realizes she can't have kids, so he really doesn't want to try to make a future with her. Something had to have happened. I don't know. Like, I don't get this guy.
0: Well, (laughs) I don't. I think if it was something genuine, if it was like a genuine like, I like you, but like this is a deal breaker for me. I think he would just say that he's purposely trying to get her to like hate
2: him. Yeah, I think what he's doing is he's like starting small. Uh Uh-huh. And each time she doesn't, like, slap him in the face and leave, he just, like, turns the volume up a little bit more. Until she'll leave, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I can't
1: imagine talking to someone like that. Especially when he, like you said, he obviously cares for her. Right. Yep. It's weird. He's got to be hurting. uh, Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't fucking know. But, like, if, okay, so if she calls his bluff right here, what do you think he would do? Like, ac- yeah, actually I- will the character, because he is very, like, stubborn, and he'll double down, and, like,
2: yep. obviously he's trying really hard to, like, play this role. Yeah. I think it would, as, okay, as bad as it sounds, remember the time period we're in. I'm not saying I think yeah. this is a person that lives in this day and age now, but I wonder if that would change his opinion of her.
1: Yeah. I don't think so. And then so. he wouldn't,
2: you don't think so if she was just like, okay, let's do it? No. Okay. okay.
0: OK, I don't think I don't think it could possibly change his opinion about Tessa. I think yeah. maybe if she was someone else, but I don't I don't. OK, think, I, I think he likes he Tessa. has enough feelings. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't he wouldn't care. Like. Because it's him. Right. Right. He might I think
1: care he would she... probably just like continue to be mean until she really gave up, because like you're saying, it's yeah. progressively getting worse. And this is like a five minute time frame. You know and it's gotten this bad because he's saying like he knew so basically like she didn't know she couldn't have children and she's clearly upset about the whole thing and he just keeps pushing he's like if you're not interested in my offer and she's just like stop bro like you're really just doing this to be mean and like jem told me that he thinks that you lie to make yourself look bad for some reason but this is just like cruel and unnecessary And he just like shrugs it off and he's like, "Eh, okay, then I have nothing more to say. Like we're done here. So he obviously just keeps getting meaner and meaner. Mm -hmm. So Uh I think that's probably what he would do is he would just keep somehow. I don't know how he would find anything else because this was pretty terrible.
0: Right. Yeah. Because for someone who's talking about how he he wants a little side Mm -hmm. business, he really talked himself out of pussy real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's his own cock blocker. I'm like, you knew what you were doing. You talked yourself right out of that. Right.
1: Uh, so, yeah, Tessa just beats feet as any of us would. She's finally done. And she goes and finds um, the codex and she reads a little section Uh, Lilith's children, known also by the name warlocks, are, in the manner of mules, and other crossbreeds, sterile. They cannot produce offspring. No exceptions to this rule have been noted. Mm. That's fucking heartbreaking.
2: (sighs) Yeah. Dude, I hate the way that's written, too. So sterile. Yeah. And mules
1: and crossbreeds. That's just terrible. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's an experiment,
2: you know? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Which, I'm sure that's how they saw them when they wrote it, so... Yeah. hmm Yeah. Anyway, do
1: we know how old the Codex
2: is? I think it's old, old. Yeah. Super old. Okay. It's a tale as old as time. <laughs>
1: Disney Disney.
2: <laughs> so Tessa looks up from the Codex and takes in the view of she's in the music room, guys. And she specifically chose it because it has this thick layer of dust, which hopefully meant that no one was gonna come out and make her like see her upset. She don't want a bitch, nobody gonna see me cry. Yep. Especially not Charlotte. Wait, so Jem doesn't use the music room? I guess not. His violin's in his bedroom. He don't need it. That makes me sad that there's a music. She's even room. saying that there's like a sheet over the harp or the piano or some mus- a giant musical instrument. There's a white sheet over it. Wow. Yep. Yeah.
0: Huh.
2: <laughs> Maybe it's just there for like events. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Nobody in the ain't hey, nobody got time to play an instrument. We're killing <laughs> demons. Yeah we're cutting shadows. <clears throat> so i just wrote like it reminds me of hiding in my closet when i felt sad as a kid like i'm gonna go hide in here so nobody can see me like upset but like if you came in my room and i was not in there like obviously i was <laughs> didn't run away very far anyway it's <laughs> great she's reading through the codex as amanda said about half-breed creatures and wondering she's like god how the fuck did i miss this information before like And I'm assuming this is me kind of like going to page two on the Google search Uh or reading basically the same articles on multiple sources. Reassure me I'm not dying. Like, please let it be so. Tell me. Yep. Anyway, Tessa lands on the fact that Will wasn't lying to be an ass because at first I think on the rooftop she really thought like when she said that to him that Jim says you lie, I think she really thought he was lying. Mm -hmm. Like, I know you pull these lying tricks because Jim told me, but like this is just too much. This is too big of a lie. Uh And now she's like, fuck, dude, he wasn't lying to be an ass. Like, he's telling the truth and being an ass. And that is, like, way worse. Right. Definitely worse. (laughs) After all, Will is Will, and she should have known better. Sophie tried to warn her, but she wouldn't listen. She had to be the heroine in her own 90s movie, and her aunt would be disappointed. A bump in the dark pulls her out of her thoughts, and she sees these pinpoints of light start to come towards her. And she just sits there watching them instead of running out of the room because she's way more brave than I am.
1: All the shit but that's
2: happened to them and like Yep. Yeah. She called them like they look like Will O' the Wisps. Let's watch these. <laughs> but you guys, it's a good thing that she waited because it's Kitty. Oh. Kitty. Yay. It's that one cat that uh, Jim saved from Mrs. Dark. And guess what? Just in time Jim <laughs> comes in through the door looking for him. I love that And of course he knows something's wrong right away And he tries to get Tessa to tell him what's going on Um, He thinks like I thought you'd be happy Because Charlotte like had already given him the good news That she got to stay And she's like doing that thing Where she's like no I'm fine I am happy Like there's nothing wrong I'm just sitting in a dark dusty room by myself Definitely not pouting I'm just I I really like the view here The dust is good for my health
1: (gasps) It makes me stronger
2: Yep (laughs) <laughs> and then um they decide to have a sidebar about the cat and i'm here for it yep so the cat's name is church dun 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 Samantha's favorite character from the intro episode <laughs> as she said <laughs> and apparently he's going to be used he was going to be used as a sacrifice for mrs dark and jen thinks that he's probably immortal or at least he's going to live a really long time because she did all these experiments on him and the name church is because Charlotte told him that they should keep him because church cats are good luck. So they were calling him the church cat and it just kind of stuck. Just church.
1: And then I Gem have a question a, about that. Me. OK, because I did read this the whole chapter at this time. OK, yeah. for you. <laughs> I do remember. I don't remember talking. OK, so like. Who was calling him the church cat? Where was Tessa? Because they've only had this cat since he took it from the Dark Sisters, right? It's been like two days. Yeah. So, so he's saying that Charlotte was
2: calling the, the church cat. And
1: Charlotte
2: and, and then they just shortened hiding? it to church. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's, I mean, I'd get um, pretty
0: bored of saying the church cat, like, over and over uh-huh. pretty quick. That's true. <laughs> the fifth time she's I just said moping about know. Will
2: <laughs> to pay attention to Yeah, yeah that's else. fair. Good point.
0: <laughs> she She's pulling a Bella Swan, and it's like... You know, October, November, <laughs> December, yeah, <that's> right. January. She's <laughs> <just> sitting <laughs> in yep. her
2: fucking room. <laughs> in her tower.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so Jim flips a bridge and brings the conversation back to Tessa. And she's like, ooh, what do, you read? Do you, what do you got there? What are you reading? And before she could move, he plucked the book from her hands. And, of course, it's open to the paragraph about Warlock's inability to have kids. And he's like, oh, you didn't know that? Like, you didn't know that part? And Tessa's like no No, she didn't but it's not like she'd been pining for kids but the sting is coming from the fact that it just makes her feel like more of a monster less Jekyll more Hyde if you will like just separates me more from my humanity not being able to have kids if I wanted to have kids. And Jim, of course, has the right thing to say, and tells her that she's unlike any warlock they've ever met before. She doesn't have a mark. She's able to change, and they can't know for sure what the future holds for her. And she said should, she shouldn't spend too long worrying about one small piece of information that might not even be true. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry your little head about it, dear.
1: Right. And she's There's like, I'm a not. First case for everything, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. <laughs> She was like, I'm just um like I've spent the last couple of sleepless nights thinking about like my parents and how I can barely remember them. And so she tells Jim about what Mortmain said about her mom not knowing what she was and hooking up with the demon. Um, but he's such a liar. Is that actually true? Like Mortmain's basically just lied to them the entire time mm-hmm. he's known them. Right. So what makes him who knows if now? That's, yeah. Yeah, actual yeah. information. And she also tells him about how her mom, quote, didn't know what she was. Like Mortmain said that. And um, thus she can't know, like, why they left London in the cover of darkness. She can't be sure what's true and what's not. And if she was born the way that Mortmain suggested, where it's like she didn't know, um, then, like, how could her mom have ever loved her? And I'm just assuming it's kind of more like um, when Jocelyn had... Jonathan and there's just no attachment Mm -hmm. because it's like this is not my kid this Mm -hmm. is not my baby this was switched at birth (laughs) a TV show by ABC family right (laughs) which is actually a really great
0: show it is it It, is a good show and I I love the I love the deaf representation
2: yeah anyway anyway Jim's like um Sorry, I skipped too long. Okay, Jim's giving his best Kristen pep talk about if she was the one. Um... Okay, wait, hold on, let me say that again. Jim is giving his best Kristen pep talk. However, if she was the one here, it would sound something like this. You know what, bitch? It's because they hid you from Mortmain, dumbass. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah. they must have known that he like. Mortmaid wanted Tessa, and they were trying to keep her safe, and that shows lots of love. They hid you away, obviously, 100%. dumbass. Jem <laughs> then promises to help her find out her past if she wishes, even though they might not like what they find. And Tessa says, "quote It's better to know the truth." And then follows up with, "quote I know the truth about Nate now, and painful as it is, it's better than being lied to. It is better than going on loving someone who cannot love me back. Better than wasting all that feeling." Hmm. And then Jim tells her in his own sick way Nate does love her like he did love you and he probably still loves you now, but it won't do much good to concern yourself with it. Like, si es la vie, baby.
1: Yeah, that's
2: and Tessa's sad. like, yeah, I know, but like, I'm sad because I'm just so alone. And Jim <laughs> reminds her that all the minors at the institute are in their own like and in their own way. Charlotte and Henry are also alone. Right. It's basically why they're all here. <laughs> right. It's literally a this family of orphans. <laughs> right. <laughs> even Jessamine has found a home here, even though she would like she's not going to admit it. But this is her home, you know. And in a way, um, he says, we're not here just because we have nowhere else. okay I'm sorry. In a way, we're not here just because we have nowhere else. We need nowhere else because we have the Institute and those that are in it are our family. And Tessa's like, yeah, maybe for you, but like they aren't mine. Ugh. And Jim is like, girl, Thomas I'm sweating and Agatha balls, okay? fucking died for you.
0: You're part yeah. of the fucking group, okay? You've been initiated. You get yeah. to wear pink no on God. Wednesdays.
2: You're our friend group. Yes. <laughs> yes. God. Okay, I'm gonna say this first part again just in case. Mm, sorry. Jim's like, girl, listen, I'm sweating your balls. (laughs) Okay, he doesn't say that. Instead, he tells her the story about when he first got there and he was upset and hung up on how London wasn't anything like Shanghai. And then Will went out and got him this jade necklace in the shape of a fist. And it was special because Jade comes from China and Will took the time to, like, figure that out and get him a trinket. And he wears it even now. And Tessa's like, ooh, must be nice to know that, like, Will can be kind sometimes. Don't ask me about what happened. Hint, hint. weak wink, wink. Shoulder check, shoulder check.
0: Someone's on the jealous sea. <laughs> okay, hold on though, because that first line was everything, and I, I thank you for repeating it because I did not hear it the first time. And it is true, Jem is sweating oh, yeah. her balls. Yep. And mm-hmm. I am very excited for the season of Jem sweating her balls. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's in. It's all in. It's hot boy summer and and Jem's Jem's the
2: one I'm fire (laughs) so Jem obviously because the hints are literally laid out on the table (laughs) clicks the puzzle pieces together and he's like oh that's what's wrong you've been Herondale sigh what did he do this time And so Tessa doesn't go into the nitty gritty details, obviously, because it's freaking embarrassing.
1: Absolutely. But she decides
2: to just tell Jim, like, he made it clear that he doesn't want me here. And Jim's like, you just let me monologue about how he could be your family? Like, (laughs) awkward. And Tessa's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, Will should be the one that's sorry. And I'll just make sure that he's kicked out of here tonight. And then Tessa's annoyingly out of character gullibleness pops up, which is like, so I'm over it. And she's like, oh, no, you can't be serious. Oh my God. I would like, miss him too uh, much. No. <laughs> like, bitch, obviously Gross. not, dude. Right. Stop. S-T-A-P-H. Stop. <laughs> Stop it, Ron. <laughs> Stop. Dude.
0: <laughs> Fucking love <laughs> so, Jersey Shore.
2: <laughs> yep. Jim tells her that he's just Joshin and then tells her how Will is a difficult dude. But family is difficult. And I wrote amen, but it just reminded me of what you said. That when people say work is like family, it's just because they want to treat you like shit and feel okay <laughs> about it. Because family treats each other like shit. Yep. 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 That's
1: great. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> he then tells her that if he didn't think the Institute was the best place for her and if he didn't. Okay, wait. I said that wrong. Basically, Jim's like, look, I think this is the best place for you. And if I didn't think it was the best place for you, I'd tell her. Like, I'd tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm straight up. And then the warm and fuzzy. <laughs> straight up, tell me now. Yep. <laughs> Forever.
0: Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so he Jim says, would never hit I'm- and run. Sorry. No.
2: He wouldn't. He's like, listen, lady. No, this is a quote. I can't make it say what he doesn't say. Okay. <laughs> I know you feel inhuman and as if you are set apart away from life and love. His voice cracked a little. The first time Tessa had heard him sound unsure. He cleared his throat. I promise you, the right man won't care.
0: Oh, I'm the right man is what he's saying <laughs> oh, between the guy.
2: lines. He then opens his shirt and underneath it, it has like a shirt that says Mr. Reddy. <laughs>
1: A heart with an arrow? Yep. I like it. Your warlock mark is on me.
2: <laughs> Before Tessa can say anything, there's this tapping at the window like a small bird. And she goes over and she, like, is struggling. And then Jen comes over and opens a window. and No. Um, Why would I we do... open a window <laughs> right now? Okay. I got to tell you, I was so on edge reading this because it's been so long since I've read the books. I don't remember what happens. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to read quickly and then write and mm-hmm. then read for content kind of to see mm-hmm. so it would be less word for word. Right. And I swear to you, I thought it was a clockwork bird, like a raven. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it was a spy and he was going to start pecking her eyes out. Creepy. And I was like. Dude, motherfucker, dude, this guy is getting clever. He's going to, like, cool. pterodactyl murder bird her, <laughs> but it's not. Murder bird. It's not. Oh. Um, She reaches up and grabs the flying object, and the fluttering stops, and she feels a tick against her fingers. And Jim's like, whoa, what's that? And he's like, it's my clockwork angel, bro. <laughs> Finn, that's how the book ends. That's it. It's crazy. So... <laughs> Next is on to the epilogue, and we are with Magnus Bain, reading at Camille's house. He's alone and thinking about how Camille had gone into hiding after the whole De Quincey disaster. And he'd sent her a message letting her know that it was safe to come back, but he doubted that she would. And a part of him wondered if now that she had executed her revenge, if she would even want him around anymore. Mm. And he makes the statement that he'd come to London with nothing. So everything that he had there was hers. The clothes, the books, the house, the servants... And he could make money if he wanted to, because he says before that he'd been rich in the past, but it made him bored, which, okay.
1: Right. (laughs) I think that would open up your experiences in life. Right.
2: (laughs) So basically, he could fly if he wanted to, but his best chances of seeing Camille are staying there in London waiting for her. So Archer, the footman, who's a subjugate of Camille's and who apparently doesn't like Magnus because he thinks that. He's below Camille's standards of who she should be with. Whatever. Okay. Right. So he tells him that there's a shadow hunter with urgent business to see him. And he's like, oh, probably Charlotte. But wait, he said it was a man, so it can't be Charlotte. And now my interest is percolating. <laughs> Why get waiting? We don't need no haters. I don't know how it goes. I don't. Know. I didn't write it. Isn't that Missy Elliott song? No, Mary J. Blige. That's who sings it. Oh God! Oh, are you yep. thinking like yep. Haterade?
0: Yep.
2: I don't know what it goes. It, <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know the words.
1: Yep. That's yeah, that's the beat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. I don't know. I was. I was pretty fucked up when that song was popular so I don't fucking know (laughs) it's fair that was like sophomore to junior year man I
2: don't know so Magnus is thinking which it seems he's doing a lot of inner monologue here and I'm just wondering like is his thoughts thinking really fast or is he just kind of staring having this thought before he answers the footman I don't know right he's just just staring (laughs) off Yeah, he's like, man, I've done helping the Enclave a lot. Like, when they were, the Inquisitor was inquisiting people. (laughs) He was erasing the Mundane's memory as they were leaving. uh, Because they were asking, they got a bunch of Mundies and were asking them about the Pandemonium Club. Like, what Mm -hmm. happened? Mm -hmm. Do you know any other Downworlders? And then as they were leaving, he erased their memory. And so he's just really, like, he wants to know who it is. And... um he goes to meet his guests in the parlor because apparently they're soaking wet and Archer wanted to, A, offer the guests a chance to drive by the fire. But in reality, it's really B. He wanted to make Magnus annoyed by having to get up and move rooms that he didn't <laughs> want to be in. <laughs>
1: awesome.
2: So waiting against the fireplace, and in my mind, it's like the scene from Titanic where Jack Dawson is waiting at the end of the stairs for Rose. Yep. Is one William Herondale. <laughs> And Magnus actually calls him William and it's all I could hear. It was like Alexander. Uh (laughs) I was like, oh my God. Yep. Oh my God. And he's like, what are you doing here, bro? Is there something wrong? Like you showed up here at night soaking wet. And Will's like, no, I'm here on my own account. I need something from you. Um, Much in the same manner as like, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. (laughs) And Magnus is intrigued because, of course, he wants to know the may. Like, yep. he can't just he's be bored. like, mm, no, thanks. Yep. He's exactly setting up a <laughs> London board, waiting for Camille, pining for her to get back. And now he's got, like, something to, you know, get the little may. <laughs> so he, like, takes a moment to admire Will's beauty. And he says that he'd been in love so many times over the years. And normally beauty moved him. But Will's never did. He found something dark and hidden inside him. But now, here, soaking wet, it was clear that something was ripping him from the inside out. So Magnus locks the door. And I just, it's not in the book. But I'm going to tell you, he locks the door and kind of like sashays over to like this big (laughs) fucking armchair. Sits down, grabs a cup of like whiskey and ice and crosses his legs. And he's like, so. Tell me what the problem is.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. Love him.
2: <laughs> and then, like, flames shoot, like, the sparks shoot from his fingers. Yeah. Right.
1: He's just, like, playing with them. Like,
2: yeah. That's what happens. Head cannon. I love it's
1: it. Great. Yep. Uh, and that's I can't it. Wait. That's all she wrote.
2: Literally. So, that's all Cassandra Clare wrote yeah. in this book.
1: It sounds like we'll finally start to get more in the next book of what the hell is up with Will. Obviously. Right. It's
0: got to be. Yep.
2: Yep. Maybe we'll get I'm some excited. more gem loving. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for next week. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us wrap why, up Robin. episode. Yeah, because it's the recap to and all recaps. And by that, I mean it's the recap for this book. <laughs> right. So y'all all. don't have to read anything next week. There's no homework. <laughs> oh yes. No, there Good is point. homework. You you gotta put your you gotta
0: uh comment with your questions in our facebook yep. group and on our instagram post or just yeah, email there's us, us. Or for or us. we don't care what there's yeah. homework for our listeners not for us this week
2: yeah oh yeah not for us yeah yeah
0: we get to roll roll with it it's
2: easy ow sorry i <laughs> just hit my hand oh, my gosh. okay well um
1: amanda yeah sorry i don't know why i was waiting for you to read what you have here but kristen already said it so sorry sorry guys (laughs) it was weird awkward for behind the scenes content and the latest updates check us out on instagram at Dish podcast we'll see you next time
2: Bye. bye